Hi, it's Ben Morrison again from We Are Events, and today we're on podcast number two, and we're speaking with Ed Scher from Feast Kosher Caterers. I'm honoured to have Ed Scher, who owns Feast Kosher Caterers in Manchester. Um, so thank you so much for being on our number two podcast, which doesn't mean you're not number one, but certainly uh, the Larry Hotel. I'm sorry. We started who, with the hotel number one? and then we thought, who do we pick next? Um, so thank you, honestly, um, for freeing up a bit of your time and allowing us to speak. Um, Pleasure. <laughs> um, I'm Got both, plenty of it, firstly, so you're all right. Um, honoured that, that you want to be a part of it. But secondly, I'm glad to be able to call you as not only a friend, but but also someone that I love work with. Um, so I, I think the, the main reason that I wanted Likewise. to kind of get someone like yourself on is really to kind of talk through kind of the, the day-to-day of what you guys get up to. Because I think people just think, well, what are they doing week by week? Um, not so much just turning up for an event at a weekend. Yeah. Um, and also kind of what, what your role is, as well as not just standing in a kitchen, but but also trying to write the menus, etc. So I think that's kind of a great starting point, really, to kind of say what, yeah. what you kind of get up to kind of day to day, how you've kind of come about going into kind of the kosher catering world, um, just so that people have a bit of a background about you. Yeah. Cool. So really my background isn't kosher catering whatsoever it's very much um sort of high-end restaurants um i moved to manchester about seven years ago but before then had always worked in london not a problem at all Um, i'm not gonna bleep it i'll do a bit of name dropping if that's all right (laughs) um so (laughs) i worked for people like gordon ramsay and simon rogan and i actually moved to manchester um for a job with simon rogan at the whitworth art gallery which okay. unfortunately or fortunately he never signed for um and sort of fell in fell into kosher catering so we bring a different slant i suppose into kosher catering where we're quite modern it's quite restaurant style for us um and yeah that's a bit of a bit of our background we've been going 20 months and it's been crazy busy um and an amazing amazing experience so far so the, i suppose at the moment this is more than a, more of a pause than than anything else but we're you know when we do get back up and running it will be sort of business as usual and we carry on as we have been but i suppose like day to day in the business two days are never ever the same so i cook i write menus i go on site visits i do food tastings i meet clients um it really really is varied but i suppose that's the thing also that you mentioned is that it's not a case of turning up on a sunday and and doing a few functions it's the prep behind all of it so we don't necessarily normally have a day off so monday tuesday wednesday we we do a lot in the kitchen in terms of anything dry anything that we can pre-make any ice cream mixes that we need to make so anything dry or frozen gets done at the beginning of the week um, and then Thursday, Friday and Sunday are our big, big cooking days where, you know, we're cooking and preparing fresh, fresh products. So anything from fruit and veg um, and yeah, and all the proteins, we start doing butchery. 
But it really is varied. I'm, I'm lucky that I've got um, my business partner, Yakov, who mainly heads up the kitchen. Um, and I offer him, obviously, some support in the kitchen. But really, I'm sort of the managing director of the company. So I just have to keep the, bit of the business moving forwards um, all the time. Fantastic. Um, so without really taking my eye off the boiling kitchen as well. Many balls um, at one point. Yeah. For, yeah. It's a... Yeah, it's yeah. a big learning curve for me because literally I come as a chef who's sort of turned into a businessman or trying my best. Um, but yeah, I love the variety of it. It's it, you know I've worked in restaurants where it's the same prep until the menu changes. It's the same day in day out, and it becomes laborious. Whereas you know I could be anywhere in the UK at any given day doing an, a well, whole fun. sort of number of things. So, I suppose many, yeah, many it's, questions it's really, really in varied. my mind, even though obviously I, I know I've worked with you multiple times uh, and know you on a, a personal scale. I think, you know, it's things like how, how do you know yeah. how much meat you should be ordering and, and how do you know when you should be cooking it ready to make sure that do you part cook it, do you fully like cook it on site at events like and and I think that's probably yeah. where my mind would be boggled that if someone said, Ben, can you organise an event for us? Absolutely fine. But if someone said to me, can you fry an egg? I can guarantee I'm going to burn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll give you a recipe. You'll be like all right. That, is it, is it um, you're learning it is, I suppose from, or, or utilising your past experience from what you've learned yeah. and, and certainly bringing that into the kosher kind of industry? Yeah, look, I suppose we have to go, like we've got a saying in our kitchen, I suppose as many kitchens around the world have it as well, which is uh, if you fail to prepare, prepare to fail. So really in terms of cooking, you know, we make it fit in, in a cooking sense where we have to be 95% ready for event before we turn up to the venue. So we, we've got a general rule of thumb, um, which is no more than three days. So anything fresh, um that is being eaten on a Sunday. That's why Thursday and Friday are our main, main cooking days. And obviously with Shabbos coming in early in the winter, Friday we have limited hours. So okay. often we might go through the night on a Thursday um, and do a 36-hour shift um, to get the work done. But all we know is by really Friday when we've got to leave, we leave minimal work to do on a Sunday morning Um and just make sure that we're ready, ready to load the vans up and travel wherever we're traveling that week. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's more the way that we cook now as well isn't sort of necessarily in a pan into the oven that with a lot of the sous vide and the water bars that we use now um, and working in sort of Michelin star restaurants I've worked in in the past, it's okay to cook a couple of days ahead. So, yeah. you know, if we've got chicken breast or rib of beef, we can we can cook that on a Thursday, take it out on a Friday, depending on how long it needs in a water bath, chill it down to stop the cooking process, and then we just re we, we drop it back into a water bath on a Sunday at the function, um, and you basically just put a pause okay. on the cooking. It doesn't affect the quality of the product. So I suppose what it's just really experience well. knowing that you know we've all eaten. Yeah, like we've all eaten a leftover roast potato. And even when you warm up a leftover roast potato, it tastes like a leftover roast potato. So it's knowing each dish and each item individually to what is suitable to get ahead on. I mean, I, I know so, that the past 20 months yeah. certainly have been a roller coaster of a, a, 
of an incline more than certainly a decline mm-hmm. for you. And uh, I, I also know you 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 were looking at yeah. doing this Pesach um, thing abroad, um, which in a way I suppose we'll, yeah. we'll come on to the whole virus uh, and touch on that how, how it's affected you guys. But certainly, I suppose yeah. that's come as a good break to kind of give you a chance really to kind of find your feet, spend a bit of time with family. Um, that really you've not had that opportunity. Um, like yeah. all of us who work in events, we're, we're very rarely at home, yeah. but uh, I suppose this has been somewhat of a blessing, yeah. if that's even the right phrase to use. Yeah, look, I, I feel like the kid from uh, Home Alone <laughs> when he wishes his family disappeared. Because, um, I've, been, I've been wishing for a holiday. Yeah. It's just come in the worst possible way um, that it could have happened, but like as you know and it's the same with you like a normal week yeah. is normally at least 100 hours for us um and it I, I don't spend enough time at home you know if we've got a I won't say no to business because you never know where it leads and and every job is different so you know if we've got a a weekend that I need to spend in Scotland because we're doing events then I'll take it and it's not a case of um putting work before my family it's just a case yeah. it's, a, it's a really really hard juggling act um, but it just means that the time that I normally have at home is really precious time and that I, that I do spend with the family and we're not get you know going straight to the car and going shopping and going here and there and just spend time together but yeah look, it, this time's definitely come with different challenging sort of you know measures the fact that um, you know I'm trying to we're trying to homeschool the kids, the kids the best that we can um it is it's hard running this restaurant i've got a home for four people every day isn't i, I can only imagine that so, cooking at home um, makes cooking for for the masses slightly easier um that they're, they're, they're your own words critiques, i can imagine it is, it, it is difficult but um yeah look we're, i'm making i'm not stressed that like i can't control what's happening in terms of you know the virus and the situation so i'm just making the most of it i'm not stressed you know we're in a fairly stable position as a company yes. going into this as good as any so it's just a, just a case of sort of enjoying the time with the kids and knowing that none of us will ever have a time like this again so you know i don't want to look back and think i, I literally you know yeah. watch movies and i did nothing else so you know getting writing menus coming up with new dishes spending time with the kids and yeah, having a bit of time for me and my wife as well with Lynn. Sure. So, yeah, it's nice. It is what it is. And definitely I'm not um, pessimistic oh, about it. Good. It's making the most um, of the time. I, I think that touching certainly the whole effects of the, the virus. Um, so so I, I know yeah. for, for us as a company, we were kind of looking back and I think we, we started to kind of hear things about it back in kind of January time. Um, when people were kind of thinking what yeah. we meant to do, like we can hear what's going on in China. Uh, how, how was kind of a company, did you yeah. guys deal with it? When was kind of your last day in? And um, I, I'm assuming that you're you're now closed, but certainly um, yeah. how, how's it really affected you? Um, we, we've, um, yeah, we've been closed pretty much. I've still got... Uh, my office manager still running the office um and yeah we've been close for a couple of weeks we made sure we were in a good position in terms of making sure we deep clean the kitchen making sure we got rid of all the food products um because we yeah. don't know how long this would go on for 
Um, but I suppose, yeah, probably about six or eight weeks ago, um, we had our first phone call, which was for a postponed function, of which, you know, we were fairly easygoing with. I wasn't sure whether or how long the postponements would go on for. And obviously, rapidly, they just kept coming. Um, but yeah, I suppose sort of six weeks ago, even maybe four four weeks ago now, we did a taster in London. It was when potentially just yeah. London was going to go into lockdown. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it has happened like a bit of a whirlwind, but we, I suppose from sort of January, we did expect, I spoke to Yakov about it as well, that this could happen and we could have a massive lull. But at the same time, I never would have thought that it would have affected the, the sort of middle of the summer yeah. business, which it is now. Um, and I would have, you know, back in January, I would have said, maybe we're closing, we'll be back in after Pesach, but that's not going to happen either. So look, the jobs aren't, aren't being cancelled. The jobs are all being postponed. And it just means that when we do get going again, the diary is going to be full. It's going to be intense, which is once again, why I'm going to enjoy the break now um, that we've got. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been very rapid. I mean, we've all functioned in April, May, June have all been postponed now to later in the year. We still do in July. Some have been postponed in July and some have been postponed in August um, and some are still there in August. So really, people have rebooked for, for sort of September time and onwards, which is what we're all hoping, you know, when we're all be up and running again. But we just don't know. We may have to postpone events for a second time if needed. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, we're, we're very much of the same. Um, and I know we... we have been in touch over a few of the jobs um but certainly what one of the things that i do keep saying to people is how i can see this is going to change the events industry um and i just i I envisage that people are going to be a bit more careful because i think there's always going to be a bit of a worry now in the back of the minds thinking has that virus completely gone Uh, and yeah how many people should we be having at events um, and I, I mentioned this in I my think... podcast yesterday, but that that's kind of my, my initial thoughts that I hope it doesn't affect things because obviously big events are, are kind of our, our bread and butter uh, within reason. Yeah. Um, obviously, we both do any size, but but you, you know that that's my only concern that people shouldn't be alarmed, but yeah. people will. Look, I think it's. It... I think there's two sides to the story and we'll see, we'll have to wait and see how it plans out, but life goes on. And I think at the end of this, people are going to want to have a big celebration and a party and, you know, it has brought people closer together and whether it's a street party, whether it's, you know, a delayed event and it could be a baby naming or a bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah, whatever it is. Um, And on the other side of it, I think there's, you know, being realistic about it, financially this is going to hit people really hard so you know if money's tight at the same time to spend tens of thousands of pounds on an event uh, i don't know how possible that is so i think over time it will get back to to normality becomes a a long pause in in the events industry but i do think it is only going to be a pause and life will get back to normal but how quickly that happens you know it's i'm guessing as much as the next person um, I don't know, but it it will be a funny time, and we're we're definitely expecting a couple of months where you know restaurants will be open and people will go to the hairdressers and everything else, where our our clients have already postponed events because 
you can't postpone an event a couple of days before the event happens at the moment. So, no. you know, we're 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 looking at doing a month or possibly two month uh, pop up residency, like have a pop up restaurant for a couple of months somewhere. Um, and yeah, we're just, we're going to keep busy and just get back into a routine. Um, I think that's the hardest you know, where thing, we... isn't it? It's, it is this whole routine now of yeah. you go from kind of being running around doing so much to it now yeah. being right. What are yeah. we doing? Um, yeah, no, for sure. It's, it's very difficult, and like I, I'm sat here currently in like my home office thinking. Yeah. I'm looking at still in your pajamas, aren't you? Well, no, not today. You'd be pleased to know. They're in the wash, but um, I think that you know it's important that people do have a bit of routine, and that you know, especially for the business owners like you and I, to keep those business constantly going, uh, especially yeah. for the staff that are all on furlough. It's important yeah. that we do keep working and have a bit of that routine, because otherwise, there won't be a business there when yeah. we come out of it. Yeah, no, for sure. For us, I think we're, we're we're sort of fully closed down now for Pesach anyway, which we would have been, although I would have been in Crete um, working. Yeah. So it, it really, for me, this is sort of my last sort of 10, 12 days of a break. Um, and then when we get through the other side of Pesach, it's the time to really, and we've been doing it anyway, but, you know, we want to come back stronger and better as a company. I don't want to waste the time um, that we've got now as well. So it's a case of just putting things in procedure. We've kept on all of our staff um, and it's just getting to a place where we know that we're going to come back with more infrastructure in the company and come back a better company than we were previously. Oh, that's so, fantastic. Yeah, just trying to keep motivated. I think that's the plan. Fab. Um, no, that's amazing. Honestly, I, I can't thank you enough. Uh, for your time uh, I, know, I know your time is precious at the best of times so certainly to, to grab you and have a chat is always a good um, pleasure. Likewise. But, um, I'll do obviously your contact details in the bottom of the podcast cool. um, but if anyone honestly does need to get in touch with Ed uh, phone number 01618348844 obviously the best way is probably to drop you an email which um, hopefully you're happy for me to give out your direct email or the office yeah. one which is ed at kosherfeast.com um was that meant to be my was that meant to be my mobile mobile number before no your landline oh, number <laughs> fine <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were giving no. out my you could have given out mine i was like it's definitely not my number <laughs> no the landline number oh fine yes correct so it's yeah. anyway but that's cool. yeah Perfect. um i wouldn't give out your mobile <laughs> <laughs> but oh, anyway um, thank you so much again pleasure um, and, and good to speak to you and to you too I wish you all the best and have a great day and you um, speak soon soon thank you take care bye for now bye bye, bye.